Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Therian, and today we're speaking with Stephanie Valderrama, who is a reporter and anchor for CBS 12 in West Palm Beach. Welcome, Stephanie. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. I'm so glad you could join me today. Can you just start off by telling us a bit about yourself? So I am 29 years old. I am currently, like you said, a reporter and anchor at CBS 12 News in West Palm Beach. I started at CBS 12 in January of 2020. So I've been there, what, like a little over a year now, pushing a year and a half. Um, I moved down to West Palm from Greenville, South Carolina. I was a reporter there for about a year and a half. And then before that, I reported and filled and anchored in Augusta, Georgia, where I started working back in February of 2015. And Augusta, Georgia, I kind of claim as my hometown because I, for the most part, grew up there. Um, But I was actually born overseas in Panama City, Panama. And my family kind of moved around to different countries because of my dad's job. But ultimately decided that Augusta, Georgia would be where he retired. So they're still there. Wow. I'm so happy to be in South Florida. I love sunny South Florida. Like, you cannot beat the weather down here. Beautiful beaches. Mm -hmm. I mean, you moved down here, too, for that very same reason. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Trying to escape Massachusetts. (laughs) I know. Yes. I can't complain when you can say you have the beach about a 15-minute drive away from you. Um, That was such a foreign thing for me because there's no beaches in Massachusetts. If you want to go to the beach, you'd have to take, like, a a four-and-a-half to five-hour drive to the Cape. Wow. We just had, like, our lakes and our pools. We're definitely spoiled down here. Oh, for sure. But Panama to Georgia. Wow. So this is your third station, right? Yes, this is my third market now. Awesome. So what made you choose to pursue journalism? What made me choose to pursue journalism? Hmm, kind of a loaded question. (laughs) Um, I'll be (laughs) honest, when I was your age, actually, in college, which was a while ago now, um... I wanted to be a doctor. I actually wanted to be a surgeon. Um, But I was really bad at biology, like literally got Fs um, in all of my biology (laughs) classes. So ultimately it was like, that's obviously not the path for me. Um, So then I wanted to be a chemistry major. Turns out you still have to minor in biology. Still not the path for me. I tried nursing and then just kind of went undecided for a while. And... I started, I used to blog a lot all the time. Like I loved writing and I kind of had a pretty popular blog in college. And my mom was like, well, why don't you try writing? Because you Mm -hmm. seem to enjoy that. And it's, it's like a hobby that's kind of sort of taken off. You know, I was just writing about like things that I would do with my friends and people would read it. And so I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And so that's how I kind of got into that writing. I actually got a degree in print journalism, which we know now is kind of a dying somewhat industry. Mm -hmm. And when I graduated, so when I was right before um, I graduated, I interned at a magazine, the Statesboro Magazine, because I went to Georgia Southern in Statesboro, Georgia. And... I didn't get a job, so that was kind of a bummer. So I moved back home and was just kind of like trying different things. I couldn't seem to get my foot in the door. Finally, uh, I got an opportunity to work at a news station. I was a college graduate working three days a week part-time, making like seven twenty-five an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because I had so much free time, I would just go in on my, on my free time and make someone teach me one new thing that day. And so I 
went from not even knowing how to turn on a camera to shooting my own video, turning my own stories, and eventually... So I started there in February of 2019 and then got my first full-time as a reporter job on television in November of 2015. So a few months later. Or I'm sorry, no, no. Maybe it was May. It, w- it was sometime, a few months after I started. I know, I know I can't remember, but that's kind of how I got into TV broadcast journalism not knowing really anything about it, I've learned that it's easier to learn being on TV than to learn to write Mm. because if you don't enjoy writing, you're not going to enjoy this career at all. So I made a lot of mistakes (laughs) along the way. It was a lot of things, trying things out to see what really worked for me. And thankfully now, what, six years later, I'm a lot more comfortable with my reporting, my presentation, all of that. So it's been a long road. Well, as most do, we all make mistakes. I have made plenty of mistakes, obviously, during my four years here at PBA. But it's interesting that uh, you can kind of come from not having a background at all in broadcast and say, hey, this is something that's pretty much self-taught that you can learn on your own. I found that really interesting that you said that because when I came into PBA, I knew nothing about editing or editing softwares, and there was no class that really taught me, here's how you can edit videos in Adobe Premiere Pro. I learned how to edit basically from my peers who just kind of said, hey, let me show you the ropes, and then I just like learned how to do it on my own. Exactly, and that's so important, and that's a skill that you're going to take into the workforce is really just applying yourself, like not giving up on something just because you don't know how to do it. And had I given up, you know, trying, I wouldn't be where I am today, but I made it, even if you make it a point to learn one new thing, you know, I feel like that's a day, whether or not you mastered it, at least you made the effort to learn that or try to learn it. Then the next day you'll know more about it and then you can build on that. So it's so important for me to like have that skill and it's great for you because you could that's something you're going to be able to use like for the rest of your life right yeah anything with these editing softwares they can be used for multifaceted careers and positions so it's great to have them under your belt so stephanie you said you started off as a reporter i'm very curious to hear a lot of people don't know what a reporter's job is like on the day-to-day can you tell me and give me a bit of a rundown of what it was like for you as a reporter each day from like when you woke up to like when you went to bed. What what did you do every day? <laughs> so technically I only get paid for eight hours, but I would say I probably work more like 11 or 12 to be honest. So my morning, if I'm reporting, so I report during the week um, on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. And during um, the week when I'm reporting, I usually get up around seven o'clock in the morning. I try to sort of catch up on the news from overnight. I read the Washington Post, the New York Times, all of the local news stations. Um, I go through my emails. Then I have to write up my pitches. Sometimes I will have things that I'm already working on that are easier or not easier that I've already kind of put together and I pitch those or sometimes I have nothing and I have to find pitches Um, So I send those in. I have to get those in before the manager's meeting at 9 a.m. So I usually try to send them in about like 8.30, 8.45 at the latest. 
the managers have our morning meeting or their own meeting at nine. Everyone else hops on the call at 930. And we obviously are still working remotely. So everyone's at their own home. Um, and then it's a I think we use Teams is what we're using. And that's how we like all see each other communicate. The morning meeting starts off with them talking about if they have to do any like housekeeping things that everyone needs to sort of know about. Then we go through, they call it our digital damage. So how many page views we had the day before. We also keep tabs on how many tweets you're doing. If you're doing Facebook Live, sharing content, they have programs that keep up with everyone in the market and seeing where you kind of stand and then after that then we finally go through what the pitches are those days so they'll start with every single reporter and that's when you'll find out like if you one of your pitches they liked you'll get to do that if not they will assign you something totally different so for example today I had already pitched that the Pfizer vaccine for teens 12 to 15 um it's proving to be like 100 percent effective and that was obviously a huge story today so they're like go ahead and do it well i had that because i had already pitched that i kind of had some interviews lined up so it was like a more easier day but if it's something that i haven't pitched Mm -hmm. you know a lot of the time it's i'm i have to educate myself on whatever the topic is and then i have to find people to talk to about it and then you have to be educated enough about it that you know what questions to ask so it's a lot of research I don't know if you've ever come come across the meme but I think the best way to put it is like if someone hands you a book in the morning and there it's a huge book like a novel and they're like you need to read this whole thing by five o'clock and find people to talk to about it and you're just like uh <laughs> So, um, yeah, so once you get gather all your elements, that's your videos, your interviews, usually by 3 o'clock you need to be submitting your story, your script in to approval by the managers. And, I mean, that could take anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, sometimes even longer. They might call you with questions. Hey, why didn't you get this? Did you ask this question? You know, if you're missing elements... Um, today I lucked out and my story script got approved in about 30 minutes. So then after I get my story approved, then I have to track it. Then I have to hand all of my elements over to my photographer who now has to put it all together and he has to put it together before 4.30 basically, 4.45 the latest, because then we have to go somewhere and be live at five to present whatever it is that our story is that day. So And in between all of this, you also have to find time to do a Facebook Live, tweet about it, post about it on our website. And then you're live at 5, you might be live at 6, so then, you know, you uh, between then you can update your story online, whether you gathered more elements since the first time you posted about it. And then after you're done with all of that, being live at 5 and 6, then you do an end of shift note, which is like... Here's what I worked on today. Here's who I interviewed. Here's the contact information. You have to leave another separate script for the show after. So if I'm in the 5 and 6 o'clock, I have to leave a script for the 11 o'clock. That's like a new element for them. So, yeah, that's pretty much my day. I feel like um, it's not very often that I get a lunch break. But like I said, I mean, I'm only getting paid from 930 to 630. 
but I'm working from seven sometimes to seven, you know? Right. It, it just, there's no way to get my entire job done, you know, in that time frame. I know a day is so short, especially if you already don't have like interviews set up and finding contacts. Like, you know, that I imagine is one of the stresses of, of trying to fit in a, a time crunch deadline. And I, I've heard a lot of reporters on social media be like, oh, I these contacts don't get back to me. They don't understand. I'm doing this today. I'm doing right. this now. They'll it's- be like, oh, yeah, I can do it tomorrow at, like, this random time. And I'm like, no, um, I'm working on a deadline for today at 5 o'clock. So, and that doesn't mean you can do the interview at 4. That means I need to do the interview before 2 so I can, like, put all of this together. So, yeah, it's it's a lot to get done. And then in between, and then by the end of your day, you still have to find pitches and stuff put that together for the next day with that reporter schedule in mind what would you say is the best part about that schedule that you found you um liked or enjoyed most or and what has been the least (laughs) enjoyable part of having a schedule like that or the biggest frustration my favorite part of being a reporter like the day in and day out i definitely am an expert at time management I know when I need to get things in. I know when I need to get things done. I know how long I need to make interviews. If I need 15 seconds of this person talking, I'm not going to interview you for 25 minutes. I only need 15 seconds. The interview can be three minutes. I think that's, (laughs) I don't know if that's a favorite thing, uh, favorite part, but I, I feel like it's definitely made me very conscious of time. Yeah, it's an advantage. Um, my, the most frustrating part is educating yourself on a story that you didn't necessarily pitch because you have to know, and like, you have to find time to teach yourself everything about this story. And then you have to be so knowledgeable on it that you know the questions to ask the people who you're interviewing. Cause if you don't know enough about it, how are you going to know what to ask? Mm-hmm. I think that's the most frustrating part. And you are working on such a crunch deadline that you need to be able to, like, you have to do it quickly. Right. So if you occasionally go and you also report, but then also anchor your day, then like what, what free time's left then, right? There's none. (laughs) There is none. There's There's very small free time. Luckily I have an incredible producer and she it's totally fine without my help. I just like to be very hands-on. That's how I am. And I think it goes back to the fact that I've done every job in the newsroom. I started as an associate producer and now I'm an anchor. So I know the process. I know what it takes to build a show. And I like to have my hands in the pudding. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't love this job, I wouldn't do it. Um, there are some days that are harder than others, but I never wake up and, like, don't want to go to work or hate my life or, you know, and I feel like my career is very much my identity. So I, this is a part of me. This is who I am. I'm still working through figuring out exactly how to take time off. And I think it's so important after 2020. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but it was just so mentally draining, you know. There was moments where... I just didn't even want to get out of bed, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you were working from home, it was so easy to just stay in your sweatpants all day, you know, and so I was like, okay, well, I can't do this, like, I have to get up, and I have to live my life, so, you know, you have to put on work clothes, just even if you were walking into the living room, 
so I think after last year, I've learned that you really do need to, like, take time for self-care and, like, just kind of disconnect. And I'm so thankful and blessed that my bosses are so helpful because last year there was a couple times where I remember just kind of breaking down in tears and calling my boss and being like, I need a sick day. I'm not sick, but I just need to, like, not do the news today. Like, it's just too much for me. And every single time my bosses were like, listen, this is totally fine. Just take the day. So. Everyone hopes for that. Yeah, (laughs) it's, it was very, it was the first time in my career that I've had bosses that understand that, you know? So, and it was so, so important last year. And I, maybe I need to continue to do that into the future, you know? That is, I think one of the most crucial aspects of being a journalism is when you have to be so connected and so on everything like you got to take that time to have a disconnect or you're just going to burn yourself out so fast because it's just so high strung high pace all the time it is yeah and I can tell by your schedule it's like that's the first thing I'm thinking I'm like wow when do you have time for yourself (laughs) I know right (laughs) I have yet to master the art of relaxation (laughs) R&R well thank you so much Stephanie for coming on my show today and sharing with me a little bit of your life as a journalist, a reporter, an anchor. It's clear you love what you do. You've been doing it for a while and we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me.